Welcome back to episode two. We are going to talk about some of our challenges and fears in the realm of leadership. Let's get to it. So, Edith, what do you see as some of your biggest challenges and fears? As a teacher, one of my biggest struggles is self-confidence. There are days where I feel like I'm not good enough of a teacher. Um, So, for example, if, if I show up to work and I make a mistake, I can be very hard on myself, and I think if I'm making a positive impact on children? Am I supporting them enough? Am I supporting the families? Am I meeting their expectations? I also struggle with being my authentic self at work and sometimes I hold back from expressing myself. I'm also afraid of change, the unknown, uh, not knowing whether if I'm going to succeed or not, I am a very big planner, so the thought of change can give me anxiety. So for example, taking a new role at work can trigger these feelings because I don't know if I'm going to do good enough of a job. And lastly, I can be a little controlling because it keeps me in my comfort zone. So I need to remind myself that discomfort is good for me even if I don't like it. And as an educator, I will continue to work on these struggles. So, Kat, tell me about your struggles. Well, some of my struggles, I'm just going to start with self-confidence because that's what I relate to with what you were saying. Um, It's funny because I feel like I've gotten to this place where I've practiced these things every day and they're just like second nature to me, but I still doubt myself so much through the decisions that I'm making that I know are right. Um, And there's a lot of talk about imposter syndrome. And I feel like that's really what this is. And, you know, I guess just the more practice that I get every day helps me move past that because I know I can do these things. I know I'm capable of it, but still every minute, Every hour, I find myself with self-doubt. Another challenge for me, I'd say, and I'm not even sure what category to put this in, but I feel like I love input and collaboration, but there's this two sides to when I'm giving input on a change, sort of like a challenge to what the idea is. I find myself hesitant because I don't know if I'm wrong or if I'm going to get rejected. And then I view it from the other side of if I'm a a leader or a director and I'm saying, here's idea A, and I'm really excited about it, but I want the input from my team. And they say, but what about plan B? What about this? And they bring this new idea. I'm not sure where to put this, but I don't want to take it personal So I kind of think like, oh, maybe if they could say, I'm going to challenge your idea. What if we tried it this way? Um, So I don't know where to put that, but it's a struggle of rejection and taking it too personal. What what do you think, Edith? The way I see it, there's multiple struggles in this scenario. So for example, the person challenging the idea um, is hesitant, maybe has self-doubt, um, lack of confidence, um, fear of 
rejection. And Mm -hmm. on the other end, um, the person receiving this information or this new idea can be um, narrow-minded, not flexible, wants control, um, and also lacks in perspective taking. And it seems like it's a little bit of, of everything that contribute to, to this. Yeah. It's crazy. But I, I feel all of those things. And I think it's also separating the idea from the person. And I think that's where I really have a lot of struggle is they're not, you know, say they're not challenging me as a person. They kind of are, but it's more the idea that we're talking about the idea that's on the table And I think I just need to work on how I take those challenges, even though I want them. I love the different perspectives that we get when we're collaborating and talking about, you know, topics. And I think that's very difficult because you have relationships with your team. It's and how can you not take it personal if you work with this person, you see them every day and maybe figuring out a way of delivering the information. It's not what you say, but how you say it. Exactly. And I think also, you know, they're not trying to hurt me. Mm -hmm. We're just sharing ideas. Mm -hmm. And I think like just that constant reminder, they're not hurting you. They're just sharing their perspective on this idea, which actually makes me think of my next struggle. And that's a balance of, you know, being empathetic towards people, but also having this business mind. And I feel like I see a lot of examples where that balance in our field is really hard because we're so relationship based and we we have so much care for the people that we're working with and the people we're working for. But then, you know, there's that other side of it. That's the business side of it that, you know, we want to feel bad for this person, their child is sick at home or, you know, they can't come into work and we want to give them that time and space to really feel that and to take the time they need to recover. But at the same time, you run a business and it's like, if this is continuously happens, how do you like make up for that in between? And that is definitely something that, you know, I'm not there yet of being a director, but I can't wait to see how I handle those moments because I do really value and care for my team and, you know, like we said in the previous episode, I want them to feel good too, so that it has this trickle effect through the whole place. So that's something that I struggle with. (laughs) There's definitely a lot of work to do, but this is why I value leadership so much. It's a continuous process and there's always room for growth. Yeah. Well, that's episode two our struggles, challenges, and fears. Thanks for listening to another episode of In the Classroom. We hope we are leaving you with something impactful and thought-provoking and something to reflect on. It might be hard to admit, but extremely beneficial. So take some time to think about what are some struggles you have. And then let's change the world one person at a time.